Hello and welcome to Wine, Spirits, and Witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. And guys, we have a very special treat. Tonight we have with us the one and only naughty fairy, Miss Alicia. It's funny when I get called that. Yeah. Elysia is an amazing psychic that Monica and I used to work with at the Green Man store. She has since moved up to Washington State. Um, but the reason that we're so excited about having her, other than the fact that we just fucking love her, is that <laughs> you guys are in for a special treat <clears throat> to get to learn all about fairies tonight. Um, when I first met Alicia and I started talking to her about fairies, I really didn't know anything about them because usually all you hear about them is that they are a pain in the ass and don't fuck with them. And that's all basically anyone will ever tell you. And then Alicia's so like... True. Okay, while this may be true, let's get into it. So you guys are going to get some good fairy um, education tonight. But before we go there, what's everyone drinking on this fine quarantine evening, guys? I'm <laughs> drinking Bailey's. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, I can't really drink, so I had an edible about okay. three hours ago. But because yeah. I'm in pain, it hasn't oh. kicked in. Ah. Sorry, sorry. Well, Hopefully, um, it'll kick in soon, and you will be painless and hilarious throughout the rest of this episode. <laughs> I tried. I tried, guys. <laughs> and just, okay, and I think I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, in case any of our listeners have ever seen The Mighty Boosh, I really need you guys to go look up Old Greg, because every time Monica is drinking Bailey's, Old Greg pops into my head, and Monica has no fucking clue what it is, which makes it even better, so I hope you guys are giggling, because this is what I see with my high priestess every time she's drinking her Bailey's. <laughs> All right. I am drinking, um, I'm rotating between water, but I also have with me a Kona Longboard today, oh. so I, I have an ale. Me and White Claw are taking a break. And by taking a break, I mean I had it yesterday, so it was time to switch it up. Oh, okay. Good for you. Yeah. We don't want to get you too used to it, you know? No, no. no we can't get me no. too used to White Claws. We need, we need to keep it uh, versatile, you know? I'm a oh. woman of many tastes. <laughs> so how are you doing? How are you doing, everybody? How is your um, uh, confinement going, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you got to think of it as being safe. That's what you have to think about it yes. as. Alicia, I finally, what have you been up to? Uh, well, we had four straight days of just staying straight home. We've been trying to stay home as much as possible as everybody else is. We're fortunate enough to know that there's only about 28 cases here in my county. Um, wow. but, but no deaths since it's all started. So we're very happy about that. But four days just of not leaving the house completely drove me crazy don't you but, have some yeah. nice area land around you you could just take a walk on or something yeah, yeah. and you think but everything was covered in um in pollen oh and, wow. yeah yeah <laughs> so are you one of those people where like you wake up and you feel like shit and you're like is this corona nope nope just allergies mm -hmm. no the yeah. worst the worst is i feel great when i'm inside the house and then when I think about going um, out, then all of a sudden one eye starts leaking. <laughs> <laughs> <A nostril. laughs> oh, oh my God. 
and and then by the time I get to my destination, I sound like I have the coronavirus in my. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm here yeah. to get my pills. You know, <laughs> they're oh like. God. Oh man! <laughs> oh wow! Yes. So yeah, I get you. Um, I've been playing dress up. I know that this is a podcast, so you guys can't see me. Um, but I'm on a Zoom meeting with Monica and Alicia, so they can see me. And I forgot I was still in all of my makeup when I hopped onto this, and <laughs> they didn't say a fucking word because everyone nope. is so used to my shit. <laughs> yep, we're so used to you being. Yeah, this is nothing new to me. Nothing new to me. That's I'll, for sure. I'll put up a, a picture later for you guys to see. Um, where, <laughs> as you guys know, I co-produced Bell Book and Candle, which is the burlesque show. And since we're not performing right now, we're finding other ways for the crew to stay busy. And so we're playing dress up and taking videos and doing all sorts of stuff. So it's been fun. <laughs> cool. um, so yeah, so pr- pr- quarantine has been productive in a very creative and weird sense. So you know, which yeah. makes it the best to me. I think so. I think I've played yeah. dress up more in like the month that I've been locked up at home than I ever did as a child. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Hey, flaunt your crazy. Don't worry about it. Oh, I yeah. always do. There's no hiding this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alicia, you are, you're a psychic, you're a tarot reader, you're a witch, you're the naughty fairy. Um, there's, there's a lot of different aspects to all of the different multifacets of you when it comes to magic and what you do. Um, so my question to you as we kind of dive into this is, what, what are fairies? Let's just kind of dive in right there because I think that so many people have these ideas that they've conceived from books and movies and all of these different things. And so like if we could, you know, Monica too, if you guys, because you guys know yeah. a lot more about fairies than me. Um, yeah. we could kind of put a generalized term there for our, our listeners to kind of start to grasp and understand. Well, fairies are a multitude of things and they can take, you know, when you refer to fairy, you refer to a race, kind of like the human race. So there's many different aspects. There's many different personality types, of course. And then of course, there's many different, you know, branches within that. And so Overall, the best thing you could say is that uh, fairies are a very huge energy. Um, they're older than we are. Um, they are in many cultures referred to as the ancient ones. And uh, they are probably the most connected, in my personal opinion, to deity, to, you know, they're kind of the inter-messengers, if you will, between uh, a lot of the things that we work with spiritually. And that's how I've come to know them overall. Now I have a question for you, Alicia. Do you, do you actually see the fairies? Can you visually see them? I've always seen more lights and balls of energy. And okay. then I started seeing them more in, um, you know, in the animals that were around and the, even the bugs. You know, when I was mm-hmm. a child, I remember uh, my great-grandmother you know, saying, look at the fairies, and she was pointing out butterflies, mm-hmm. and so, you know, every time I saw a picture with the body of a, say, a woman, and then the wings of a butterfly in a butterfly setting, that, you know, was uh, a big thing for me, and very close to my heart, so, okay. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I would think that fireflies would be, like, little fairy bugs, too. Absolutely. Right. I mean, look how magical they are. And they only come around like at certain times, you know, certain temperatures and certain times of the year. And if you look at it, they're also in the in-between times. They're usually mm-hmm. around in the dusk, not in the 
you know, later night, not in the, um, you know, bright of day. Of course, you couldn't see them in the bright of day, but you get the picture. Uh-huh. I've never actually seen one in person, and that is so fucking high up on my bucket list. So high. They are quite magical. They I- are really magical. About as magical as snowflakes. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if this has ever been talked about on the podcast before, but since uh-huh. we just went there and Elise is calling me out. <laughs> so I'm LA born and bred. So the few times that I've been, I've seen snow, it, it has already snowed and it's usually just hard, icy, crunchy shit on the ground that kind of sucks. And my best friend lives in New York. And so I went one December to go visit her. And on my last day there, it actually snowed. And I was so excited to actually see snow. And I was waking up like every hour and looking out the window. And then I woke Mm -hmm. up and everything was beautiful and white. And I ran up to the roof of her building. And I looked out on my arms and there were snowflakes. Like actual fucking Christmas snowflakes. I didn't know that they actually fell in those shapes. I thought that was just like this weird, like, you know, holiday myth. And I lost my goddamn mind because I thought they were the most magical thing in the world. I had to call and text everyone I know, not realizing that it's like seven o'clock in the morning where I was. So I was calling everyone at like 4 a.m. to let them know that snowflakes were real because I thought this was like a new scientific fucking discovery. (laughs) It's so crazy. You know what? Okay. You know what, though? The, The best part about snow is listening to the sound of falling snow when everything yeah. is quiet it's an amazing yeah. sound it's amazing yeah FYI. Yeah. yeah yeah i i thought i had seen snow you know but it was very very small and it was only like one of the two times it's ever snowed in los angeles county but um when i moved out here the first time it snowed it we you know we had quite big fat flakes or a quarter size at least and then they got up to like 50 cent size. Wow. And it was just, uh, it was just magical. Yeah. And still to this day, if I figure out that it's snowing, I run to the windows no matter what time it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is. So, magical. Yeah. It's very <coughs> magical. Are there, are there snow fairies? Is that a thing? I, you know what? It's interesting. Cause I've always seen like, I can't remember what movie it was. I think it was Fantasia. Fantasia. The original Fantasia, and it was a fairy that was dancing on and on a snowflake, and kind of you know as it hit the ground or hit the water, you know she kind of flitted away onto the next one. Um, you know it's like I wouldn't be surprised if they're you know part part of the propellers for them, if you will. Oh there's my also God, that's cool. <laughs> there's also uh, you know, I've always thought that the changing of the leaves and places that are lucky enough to really see the changing of the leaves, you know, can get this, but that they're in charge of painting the leaves, you know, oh. that there's a, so, you know, that goes with what I say, different branches of fairy and different times when they're necessary too, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are some of the signs that fairies are present around you? Uh, well, okay, if they're in the house, you see it right away. Um, usually you start losing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have animals, they start they start acting like they're on crack. And, um, you know, cats will chirp at the wall and there's nothing there. Um, you know, dogs will start snapping at midair. That was really fun. 
when I've seen that beagle doing that was really hysterical. Um, and you know, birds will start talking, you know, to nobody that's there. It's, it, it's a number of things. Animals always see things, you know, yes. see them more. Um, and, that's, and that's why, you know, I understand why people call them nature spirits. Um, mm -hmm. You know, for the most part, I used to get pissed when people called them nature spirits. Cause I'm like, there's so much more, but that was me geeking out about, you know, whatever I felt like they had told me. So I've chilled out since then. Kind oh, that's of. good. <laughs> so when we're talking about fairies in the house, let's just go there real quick because I think people have fairies in their house more than they realize. Yeah. And we've talked about St. Anthony on this show plenty of times being my man <laughs> and well, everyone's man for finding lost objects and stuff like that. But another culprit, well, St. Anthony isn't the culprit, he's the solution. But one of the culprits yeah. for lost shit is fairies. And that's like when you lose like your keys. Normally, like in my head, it's always shiny shit is when, when I know that, that it's missing. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're usual magpies, but, um, you know, there was a story I used to tell some of my students once in a while was, uh, Griffin, uh, the manager at the green man store, he, uh, he gave me a blackthorn wand when, when I moved into the, the cottage, um, where we usually have belting. They usually have belting not the green man anymore. Anyways, uh, and so I put it down in front of my TV, very obvious place, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it was not there when I went to go put it up. And I was like, where the fuck is my wand? Excuse me. And, you know, I kept hearing little voices going, we're, we're working on it, we're working on it, we're trying to fix it. And I said, that wand was perfect, there's nothing to fix. Yes, I'm schizophrenic, I have voices in my head. Anyways, <laughs> we're, we're, we're working on it, we're working on it, we're working on it. And I was like, if it is not here by tomorrow morning, then I'm banishing all fairies from this house for good. And I went to sleep. Damn. Uh-huh. Bust out the big guns. Woke Whoa. up the next morning, and guess where it was? Exactly where I wanted it to be. Exactly where I had put it. Now, was it did I miss it? At all? Mm, it was a little... It had some caveats. Let's 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 say that it had some addendums to it. If it was if it was like a a contract, we'll just say that. And yeah, I agreed with it and I put it up and it's fine. And it's it's in over the door here too. But it was just it was an interesting experience. I have to tell you. Yeah. And I don't like to bullshit about things like that. Usually I get kind of <laughs> yeah right. Prove it. Mm -hmm. Yeah they've proved it to me many many times and there have been times when they've hidden something and i've called upon the ones that i work with the most and i take a deep angry breath and i say show me and then i'll see a picture in my head where it's like underneath the seat of the couch or under a pillow or something random and it'll be right there and i've done it for a couple other people too and really i freaked out some of my code workers when i worked down in san diego but uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and, and that works for me. So when I heard about St. Anthony, which I really didn't have a big knowledge about, but uh -huh. you know, sharing a room with Monica, you learn lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> and St. Anthony was, was one of them, I have to say. So, so once upon a time, guys, at Green Man, way back in the day, because now we're like Green Man OG, um, all three of us shared a reading room. 
So it was all yeah. troublemakers in the same room. Um, and there was always a lot of really beautiful fairy stuff in there. Um, so when there's fairies in the house and fairies are, are like kind of stealing your stuff, I've always been told to leave them an offering and ask for your stuff back. And I personally usually give them candy. Um, like my go-to for me personally, I, I love pink Starburst and I don't know why anybody on this planet or other worlds wouldn't love pink Starburst. So I'll leave them that. Or like, I've also heard cream and honey works really well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Milk and honey, cream milk, and honey. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll leave them things like that and politely ask for my stuff back, which I generally will get it back within about a day or so. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how I know the difference between it being something that I need to give the fairy something and be nice or when I need to ask St. Anthony, like, I guess it's just an intuitive thing or, yeah. or I guess it wouldn't hurt to do either one. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's an intuitive thing. Yeah, Obviously, it I works think, for you. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you know, there, I, you know, I could say one thing and then all of a sudden I get the, the pull to do something, you know, totally yeah. different, So as I'm sure both of you do. So yeah, I'd agree with Monica totally. Intuitive thing. I was yeah. gonna say another thing you can add is booze. Oh yeah. Oh, fairies right. are huge oh, boozers. Oh boy. Oh boy. A drunk what fairy. Kind of, that's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of booze would do? Do they recommend? Do they recommend? Do they do they prefer? Bailey's, of course. Bailey's. <laughs> I would say Bailey's is definitely one of them. Um, the ones that are calling fairies old Gregs. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> Um, also, you know, to me, I get a lot of reactions and fun if I want to play, like when I used to do a fairy hunt in that, in that big old backyard, um, I would start throwing, throwing around sweet booze, you know, cause that, that gets them going. But if I, if I was saying thank you for the work because they had brought something to me as a gift or, or what have you then I, I would do whiskey and I would do, you know, I, I wouldn't give away, I wouldn't do the cheap stuff either. If I could, if I could spare it, I would give them whiskey. There was one time when I looked like a big boozer because I had this, you know, <laughs> liquor cabinet and it wasn't for me because I hardly drink. It was for the fucking fairies. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. happy fairies. That's for sure. Yeah. But there's a yeah. lot of things you can give them and it just depends on, you know, what type of fairy they are. They're a lot like magpies. They like sparkly things. They do like sweet things. And the fact, like with the, the pink Starburst, the fact that you loved them and they were of a high caliber to you, then, you know, to me, if you're going to offer something like that, that's awesome. Because they're not, oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I can, so if it's something that you're real fond of and they're like, oh, thanks for sharing kind of thing. Yeah, I like that. All right, yeah. top shelf shit, top shelf. They're top yeah. shelf old Gregs. Well, in top shelf shit, you get top top shelf helpers. That's true. Mm. Now, on the topic of giving fairies booze, or rather, really giving any spirits booze, I I've been told this, and I've even noticed it because way back in my day of being a wee baby straglet and a wee baby witchlet, um, I would give my spirits offerings a lot. And then they would just get drunk. <laughs> and drunk spirits are not fun. They think they're funny, but they're not funny. So I always tell people, like, don't, don't over booze up 
whatever spirits you're working with because you don't want to get them drunk. You want them to have fun. But once they get drunk, like shit just starts getting weird. And I will say that was very, like, please don't be over eager and just start feeding them fucking booze and sending them to AA because it's going to suck for you. When all of your shit's missing and you ask for your earrings back and you get like thumbtacks instead or something, you know? How for you be a punk? By the way, I cannot really picture you as a witchlet. Even when you, if you were doing this at five. <laughs> but we did coin a new word because um, Monica is our mama strega. And so I don't uh-huh. think I've actually informed all of our listeners. But now, guys, you guys are all her straglets. <laughs> <laughs> You're her little straglets. I love that. I love it. <laughs> I, think well, I guess like that's better than being straglers. Like, straglers. <laughs> So Alicia, isn't um, uh, May 1st, May Day associated with the fairies as well? Isn't that the day that you give extra notice to the fairies? Um, actually, midsummer is. Midsummer oh, is. It's midsummer. It, okay. Yeah, right. To be perfectly honest, you have so many different kinds of uh, they come, seasonal fairies that come in. Yeah. And May Day is kind of the height party. May Day and, and Samhain are the two height parties of the year for fairies in general. And that's mm-hmm. when both, in my opinion, and what I've seen, both both courts are in session at the same time. So oh, wow. they're both pleasant. They haven't gone to hibernate or rest and, um, you know, take their vacations, if you will. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're, so May Day, and that's one of the reasons why the veil is very thin at those times, because they can't, they kind of help hold it open. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And I've always kind of seen little bodies holding holding that veil open. Wow. But, um, it's, uh, so yeah, you will get the most activity, just like spirit activity at that time too, because you have both in session. Okay. Um, one time I was in ritual and I forgot, it was, it was probably for midsummer. And uh, there was a guy in my group, um, a coven brother, Sean, that we all know. And he's definitely into the fairies a lot. And, um, him and I only, out of everybody that was there, we heard a fairy laugh. And I did hear it with my own ears. Him and I, because he said, did you hear that? I said, yes, I did. And everybody was like, what, what, what? So we heard yeah. that. that was really cool. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. There was yeah. some ritual we did at Green Man once. Green Man has um, public rituals <laughs> once in a while. And we all went to one of them. And when we were done and we were all walking back inside, Monica first pulled me aside and she's like, did you know that you had naked fairies on you during the ritual? (laughs) And then I think Alicia said something to me about it too. And then this other woman, Sherry, was like, hey, did you know that there was naked fairies on you? And I'm like, well, what in the ever living (laughs) fuck does that mean? Yeah, yeah, that I remember that. That was a long time ago. Yeah, but, but I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember what the ritual was for, but I just, that was, and like three separate people had come up and said that. And I, I mean, I, I, you know, rituals are always really magical and intense and unique, but I didn't really feel like I had little naked otherworldly creatures clinging to me, but why not? Let's just go there. When you, when yeah. you do sense stuff like that, where like someone's telling you, oh, you have fairies on your, you like can sense them, see them, hear them, like whatever, what does that mean? Like, what do you, what do you do with that information? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I've always found that they're very attracted to magical situations. So the fact that they, you know, lounged on you after a ritual meant that they had, you know, they had something that they, they worked through with you. 
at that time. Okay. And uh, they're just kind of kicking it with you going, so how you doing? You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> how you feeling? Do, do, we, do we need to put a couple things more into home or you got it? All right, cool. You know, and they just kind of check on you and kind of go away. And, uh, or they were just like, you were lots of fun. Let's do that again. You know, just kind of kicking it with you that way too. But yeah, they're very attracted to magical situations. And, uh, you know, that's why they end up in other, in people's homes sometimes. And, uh, yeah. So it doesn't havoc around the house, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can, but it doesn't help. Um, it kind of makes things angry. So you, you need to have a good filter, in my opinion. And, and then, you know, uh, and then you have a good balance with your home. Like right, once yeah. for, your, for your animals and, you know, so on and so forth. If fairies are in your house and they seem like they're just like stirring the shit pot and they're stealing your stuff or you know, your animals can see when your animals are nipping at them and stuff like that, what, um, what should you do? Because it's like, I think a lot of people listening would be like, well, I don't want to kick them out because that's kind of cool and magical, like, or maybe it's rude. Like, how do you approach that kind of situation? First off, if, if you have been working with them and they start doing that, there's, there's usually one or, one or two inst- reasons why. Number one is you're not listening to their suggestions or you're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Number two is... Uh, Possibly, you know, you have some, no, it really comes down to number one, let me say, you know, or you have no intention of working with them and you haven't cleaned shop, you haven't cleaned the house, you haven't cleaned the energetical, the energetical, there is the, yeah, the edible right there. Yeah, energetical. Let's say that. Fine. Um, the how it feels. You haven't changed anything about that. You've just kind of been, you know, as somebody called me once, an armchair witch. Ooh, that hurt a lot. Um, you know, or you're just not using the gifts that you have, and they try and give you a prod. You know, so there's a number of reasons for that. Or you just have assholes in the house, and you gotta get rid of them. Assholes as in your roommates or assholes as in the fairies? As in the fairies, too. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. yeah I didn't double check. I mean, some people live with assholes. You never know. Well, I did, you know. <laughs> a few times. <laughs> um, what about gnomes? They're in the fairy, fairy realm, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I know uh, Sean doesn't like them. Yeah, I was going to say, I trust like Monica to go there and bring up gnomes. Yeah, well, I had to. Um, I had to. You know that. Because I like them. I like them. Hey, we like saw, I, I found a sexy gnome um, statue that I kind of want to get. And I'm not huge into gnomes, but I respect them. Mm-hmm. You know, gnomes I have associated with, you know, like uh, dwarves, you know, from the Hobbit dwarves, not, not people who are dwarvish. Anyways, um, <laughs> I have to add that. Come on. It's true. <laughs> it's true. We're, we're trying to be as PC as we can. <laughs> because they're the ones that kind of they have connections to all the all the luxuries you know of energetic luxuries of that you could want and that includes money and whatnot too so they they will unearth that for you if you make friends with them and 
they'll tend to your garden a lot too. Mm. So gnomes are normally associated with earth elements. And we did kind of say that, well, I don't think we said that fairies weren't earth spirits. We said that they were nature spirits, so to speak, but are they, but they're, they're generally um, associated with the air element instead of the earth element, correct? Fairies apply are, right? They're they're associated with the air elements, right? Most would see that, yes. Mm -hmm. But to be perfectly honest, there are a form of fairies for for each kind, each element. Yeah, that's true. uh, That's true. They have, you know, if you look at the the basic Wiccan ways, then you have the sylphs, the nymphs, and the um, silkies? I think it's the silkies, the water. And then they would add in, uh, or yeah, you have the, the sylphs, the nymphs, and the gnomes, excuse me. And then you would have salamander for, for fire because uh, the fire fairies are a little harder to uh, put down uh, to, you know, they're more of the energetic looking ones too. They're the continuous spark. But uh, yeah, I mean, the flying ones, I could also see the flying ones being with fire too, but what do I know? I don't like to categorize them too much because then I start getting bites and it just really sucks. So, <laughs> we're gonna they don't take, like to be <clears throat> We're going to take a quick break. We're going to um, go re, um, refill our, our, our Bailey's glasses and uh, maybe take another nibble of an edible. Um, and then we will get back. And we've kind of gone over a little bit of basic fairy age. Um, we're going to pick Alicia's brain a little bit more about different ways that we can start to work with fairies if you want to learn a little bit about how Alicia does things um, and we'll be right back y'all so go get a drink and we're back I think we've refilled our Baileys I've switched from Kona Longboard to Corona just because you know tis the season did you re-up your edibles madam I did but it won't hit for another half hour probably all right so you'll be just like real good by the time this episode's oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> so when we left off we we're talking about fairies being in the house offerings that you can give them um and kind of what to do when they're when they're there so i think what what are some suggestions for people that kind of know a little bit about fairies i feel like a lot of people are really interested in them um and yeah. so what what's some like basic information and advice that you can give people that are trying to establish some kind of relationship with them um First off, it's when dealing with fairies, it's never a serious thing unless you're, you know, get the fuck out of my house type thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, that fun vibe that, that, you know, harmonic, harmonic vibe, that's what I'm looking for. Um, You know, they, they really do thrive in that and they help more with that. A chaotic vibe, they'll, they'll show up for that too, but in a more destructive manner. As you can imagine, it kind of turns into like a, a really bad mosh pit um, <laughs> of energy. Not always what you're going for in your own home. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, things that, reasons why you would attract them, I think would be the easiest to start with. And why you would want them in your home, like I said, for animals. Also for keeping you on track. Um you know, giving you a little shove in the right direction, but you can't be mad when they do give you a shove in the right direction, which that's usually when people stop, you know, 
owning their own crap, you know, they'll start blaming the fairies. So I've always gotten, oh, the fairy, it's the fairies' fault. The fairies have done it. Mercury retrograde and fairies, I think, are like the top two to blame for anything in life, right? Yeah. 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 But we all know, well, I know the three of us know that when Mercury is in retrograde, it really is not necessarily a bad thing. But No, if you know how to work with it, it's not too bad, but it's still a giant pain in the ass and I'm going to complain the whole time, but that's just because I'm a whiny baby. But yeah, you're isn't, whiny it true, <laughs> isn't it true that certain things attract fairies, like children playing, music? Oh, yeah. Yeah, animals. music. Yeah. All, all of the above. It's Like I said, magic is, is a big thing in general, too, but you know, a child in general, because they can see them most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Um, I have they, they're, wa- they're kind of caretakers. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Circles of mushrooms are called fairy rings, right? Yes. 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 So, so are like, when mushrooms grow, that's like a sign of fairies, right? I mean, it's yes. also a sign of fungus. And a lot of cultures. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always see them and I think that they're really magical. And yesterday um, I had to meet work husband to go pick some stuff up that he was dropping off to me from this, from Green Man. And he picked up some, some of my supplies, Monica's supplies for us. So we met in front of Monica's house because he had her teas and things. So we're talking and we look and there's this tree on the sidewalk by Monica's yep. um, front, by her front yard. And it has a fairy ring and yeah, it's got mushrooms. Watch, yeah. And we were like, of course it does. And then the work husband goes, hey, look, it's only half of a circle. And I'm just like, I don't know why, but that just made it so much better. Oh, like, God. Like, they got stoned and forgot. They drank too much Bailey's. <laughs> they couldn't finish it. Too many mushrooms for them. Too many mushrooms. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Monica had to have a fairy circle in front of her house. Right? Yeah. yeah. What about fairy mounds? They say that if you come across a fairy mound in the woods or something, that you'll it'll make you sleepy and you'll fall asleep. Well, fairy circles too. You know, there's oh, yeah. there's a they turn into kind of like a vortex of energy is is what ah. it is. And some people, you know, they nod off because they can't handle it and they need to be in that you know sleep state in order to deal with information or you know whatever they need to hear or whatever they need to separate from. So mm-hmm. yeah, it makes it makes sense that somebody would be sleepy with that. What's yeah. a fairy mound? A fairy, fairy mound is... Go ahead, oh. Go ahead. Um, it, it, It's not like a... Well, it's kind of like a hill, but usually it's smaller. So right. if you see like this, you know, straight plane, if you will, and then you see this little lift, that's known as a fairy mound. Um, moles will make... Mole holes and, and um, groundhog holes, especially the old ones, you know, I think were tripped upon and thought as fairy mounds, you know, oh, a lot okay. too. All right. Monica, because you have those in front of your yard too. We have moles. We have friggin' moles for sure. Yes. So you have like little fairy mounds and shit. That's a really fucking magical sidewalk right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right in front of my right. too, as you know. Yeah. Just like the roof in front of my bedroom window. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's magical yeah. as fuck right there. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I also, I also wanted to add one thing. It's not just when you have a ring of, of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. when you have a ring of any vegetation uh when, when i moved into when i went to go look at the 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 cottage for the first time i was looking at the lawn for a minute and i started i started chuckling and um the woman who used to live there she goes what what do you see and i said you have you don't just have fairy rings you have fairy spirals and she goes what are you talking about and i said, and I said look at the clover and the clover or what we associate as clo- clover, it's actually sorrel. Anyways, it made 
a spiral in the grass. Wow. Quite a few of them. And then That's there was, really you know, cool. flowers will do that. Trees will do that. Um, Shauna, you and I were on a, a ghost hunting thing at, uh, what was that old property that uh, man, it used to be a mansion, but it's not hard What's it called? Yeah. The Cobb Estate. Yeah. And there were, well, we're yeah. in like a whole like circle of trees. Yeah. That's and we like, were in a circle of trees. That's and, a fairy circle on friggin' steroids. And then I also know somebody, she lived on a property. I don't know if she still is there, but the, it was a pepper tree and it literally grew, you know, uh, it came up from the ground and then it grew sideways and kept growing sideways in a circle. Wow. That's and so cool. Up and over. So it was like a gazebo of its own uh, making. That is so cool. So, yeah. Now, they also say if you have a, um, a hagstone or a holy stone, if you look through, you could see fairies. Well, that's, that's to be said about you could see the other worlds. Oh, um, I thought it was like you could see fairies, too. Yeah, the, the hagstones. Yeah, I've heard that you can see fairies, and then I've heard that you could see, like, spirits and all sorts of stuff, but fairies are definitely one of them. Um, yeah. Hagstones, and they're, they're called fairy stones, too, and God, mm -hmm. what's another, and holy stones. They're, based, mm -hmm. they're just, they're rocks that have naturally occurring holes in them, and... Right. Sometimes you can luck out and find them. Some metaphysical stores will carry them and you can just buy them. Um, I think you can find them a lot in your beaches and bodies of water. One of my friends goes to some beach and he finds them all the time. I saw a ton of them when I was in Hawaii. And of course, I was in Hawaii, so I couldn't fucking bring any of them home. But no, without leaving a, a serious offering. Yeah, that's what well, I've heard too. Well, the thing is, that when you bring, you can't bring home shells or sand and stuff like that from Hawaii because it's cursed. It has to stay on the island. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't believe that. And a lot of the park rangers in Hawaii actually get packages and shit all the time being sent back to them saying, like, I'm sorry, please take this back. <laughs> um, I've had people tell me, they're like, oh, well, you're, you know, you're half Hawaiian. You can take it. And I'm like, yeah, but I was raised always being told that I can't. So I am a okay. I think, I think like anything else, you got to be intuitive about that and really fill it out. Because if, if, you know, that is your lineage and, you know, the goddess of that island is sending you a gift, yeah, you know, imagine turning down that gift because yeah. of what superstition you have. Yeah. Oh, shucks. You mean I have to go back to Hawaii and try this oh, again? I oh, know. no. Life's oh, so that's hard. That's a shame. <laughs> I'll even go with you and, and torture myself. How yeah, about? yeah. Thank right? you for yeah. holding my hand through this experience, Monica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like me going have, back to Scotland. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. I have a magical fairy story that I experienced. Can I tell it? Yeah, of course. Okay, so this was years ago, and um, like I said, I had a coven brother who was definitely into fairies, but anyway... Um, I used to have to be at my daughter's house at some ungodly hour of the morning, like five o'clock to watch my granddaughter because they were going to work. So when I got to the house, what I would do is, is I would just like lay on the couch and not, you know, so until the baby woke up. And one morning I was laying there and, you know, um, I'm looking at the wall and I'm looking at the cars passing and you can see the shadows on the wall. And then they had a little area of just a, a wild grass and tiny suckle growing like a little patch right so i'm staring at the wall and i see the grass blowing in the breeze and all of a sudden and i kid you not 
I see the wings of a fairy and I flip out and I'm paralyzed. I'm laying there just looking, staring while this whole world opened up to me. I mean, there were little baby ones on riding on little animals and there was a queen there. I was flabbergasted. I mean, I was like, oh my God, am I really seeing this? I cannot believe I'm seeing this. And then as the, mor the morning went on, the you know sun shifted and the shadows faded, but I could not believe what I was seeing. I was so, oh my God, it was, it just made my day. Like you would not believe. I immediately called my cover brother and said, I just saw the fairy realm. It was a gift and I was amazed by it. It was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Because they like wild growth, you know that. They like unkempt. Yeah. yeah. So that's where they reside. But I saw the whole their whole My yard looks like people. a fucking mess. Does that mean that I have a bunch of fairies in there? Probably. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. like they like wild they know yeah. they like a wild area to grow. Well to where, you've all heard of this, the book Where the Wild Things Grow. Or yeah. Where the, where the wild things go. are. Yeah. That one. It's, I, it's very similar. That was the fairy realm that the kid entered into. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of that, when we look at fairies in pop culture, because I feel like that's what draws in like a lot of people to mm -hmm. wanting wanting to know um, you know, more about the fairies or want to work with them. Um, we see things when we talk about fairies, gosh, like Fern Ferngully, I think was probably like one of my first like introductions yeah. into fairies but then like the one that i think of the most is labyrinth mm. yeah labyrinth yeah well anything brian frowned in, in general uh the man has such touch with with fairies um and he is the visionary actually behind the actual fairies that are in that so um mm. yeah you you see his books and he starts with his pictures with a squiggle and doesn't even know mm. what it's going to start as um so yeah uh labyrinth would be a good would be a good shout on that um even dark crystal though mm -hmm. you know, I can, all i can remember is fizz, fizz gig right now um but yeah even that and and the thought process behind that you know that's also dark that's also brian Pratt as well so um, when we look at these different movies though like the, so these are both by the same artist who obviously has some kind of way to peer into that world that yeah he has some kind of connection but you see so many different kinds of creatures in those movies and you were just saying earlier how like there's different kinds of fairies would these be different like representations of these different types yeah it would be i mean in my opinion there's some that look you know if you look through a lot of his books you'll see a lot of that look like aliens even yeah and yeah. to say that that's not a huge connection that it's not real maybe it is aliens you know done, i don't done. know no longer there. interested we're done i know you have a problem with aliens <laughs> which just cracks this frick out of me let me tell you but anyways you know but who knows who really knows what you know what it is but there is so many different uh, you look at the oakman um and dark fairies i think it's dark fairies light fairies good fairies bad fairies that's what it is and in the middle of the book one side of the book is light fairies and it's one direction and then you have to flip the yeah. book over for the dark fairies and it's the other direction but there's some middle there's some middle pictures where no matter which way you turn you see fairies you, you, wow you see fairies. that's um, really cool and there's many different things so you know you're talking about dryads which are the the spirit of the tree or the spirit of the plants. And then you're talking about, you know, to me, the, the rock faces, the rock people, the, you know, the old men in the trees. Um, 
I have uh, a when I went up to uh, oh shit, it's up in San Diego. It's where they have great apple pies. Uh, Julian, if you go up to Julian in uh, Julian, California, uh, just outside of San Diego, there was a lot of old trees. Some of them were burnt, but they had these circles of giant boulders all around it. It was a circle around some of these burnt out trees, some of the biggest looking ones. And the first thing that I heard when I saw that was fairy, you know, like fairy grave or, you know, fairy offering, fairy learning point. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to see and think about the possibility of a spirit taking over something and that, you know, that was right up my alley when I was thinking about ghosts and stuff way back when too. So yeah. it kind of joined my two worlds. Would you say, because like when you're talking like light fairies, dark fairies, um, do, are there like bad fairies? Is there, or is there any like signs of like, this is, this is negative or this is like, you pissed it off, like be careful. Like what are some things to like tiptoe around and be cautious of? Yeah. Don't piss off the fairies period. But, um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a solid rule that's a good one yeah solid rule just, just don't piss them off it's a bad idea but um, things that actually piss them off is you know wrecking something uh without reverence uh without cause if you will um for instance if somebody were to break up a, a garden that the fairies created because it was left there for so long without saying hey, we're going to do this, this, and this, I think this will make things better, you know, then sometimes you'll have a little bit of a, of a small bite at the very least, unless it had been there for a long, long time, much like that round, you know, tree circle that we were in, and why I said, okay, we need to go, because we interrupted something without, you know, really making a proper offering or, you know, what have you. You know, things like that. Um, hurting animals. You know, you can only imagine, especially if you're not using it, you know, for food. If you're not actually using it for something that is for uh, life sustaining. Like, Michael Vick just has like a fucking full on army of like assassin fairies on him at all times, right? Who? Michael Vick. Okay, that's a little date. He he got he was an old football player that got busted that's for having right. like the dog fighting ring. Yeah. Remember, I don't I don't follow that, but I do remember that. Yeah, people like that, you know, when they finally hit that that thing of bad karma, if you will, who do you think <laughs> is pushing that along? Who do you think the little guys with the pitchforks that you usually see in pictures are? <laughs> bad fairies, <laughs> angry fairies. Fuck it. See, that, and it's really cool that you you point that out because I think so often when we think of fairies, we think of these little tiny things with wings. Nah, you not know? all. And it's like, you don't think about like the, the rest of it and what, what the rest of them are. Well, that's why when you look at movies much like Labyrinth, um, or, oh, Dark Willow, Crystal, the Willow. brownies. Oh, that was, I was getting to that one, the okay. brownies. Yeah. The best part of the flipping movie, hello, the brownies <laughs> are the best part. They and then really you are. look at Lord of the Rings and, you know, learn about the elves. Well, you don't know that they have hollow bones. That's why if you look closely, Legolas is actually walking on top of the snow while everybody is sinking in the snow. And the dwarf is like, you barely see the top of his head, which is really <laughs> funny because I the really hobbits mean. are smaller than the dwarf. 
Yes, I am a huge geek, in case anybody hadn't figured that out. <laughs> but yeah, you know, there's fairy lore in that too, but that's a whole other topic. You know, I think it's really cool that every country in the world has their own myth about fairies and and it goes back many, forever, you know, it goes back in time and it's just not a fairy tale. And I think what has happened now that we have the concrete jungle, things like that kind of got lost in the sauce, you know, being one with nature, being in, connected with nature, being able to see into that realm because we're so, we're so part of the concrete jungle. So I think that that's what happened over the time. But I always thought it was so cool that every country in the world has their own version of fairy stories. You know, yeah. you know, we think all everybody from all over the world's just making that up. I don't think so. You know what I'm no. saying? You know, so yeah. I mean, also, you know, it's like it's like spirituality. You know, every myth can be laid on top of most myths can be laid on top of each other, and you can find the exact same timeline mm -hmm. in, in in those religions. You can find the sequence, same sequence of of events, just different names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And true. Everything is tied together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to recommend a really good book that I love and I read 20 times already, and it's called Enchantment of the Fam Fairy Realm by Ted Andrews. I love that book. And I the the part that I love the most is his excerpts uh every so many chapters. That's the part that really um tickled me and, and um I really loved it. So it's a very good book to read about the fairies, for sure. It has a lot of good exercises in it, too, from what I remember, mm -hmm. like meditations yes. and different things. Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely be a good one to get you started on, like, kind of getting a good, like, base knowledge if you do decide to work with them. Um, what would you recommend, like, for our listeners, Alicia, that want to kind of dive into more? Obviously, they can find you on Instagram and follow you and talk to you, because you also do, like, a witchy Wednesday Instagram Live. So mm -hmm. they can definitely like hop on there and ask some questions and pick your brain that way. But like, what are some, what, what's some homework that you can assign them? For fairies in general? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's not uh, vague at all. <laughs> no, that's, that's a simple topic. Um, <laughs> decide why you would want fairies, you know, around you. And um, if you do want them around you, like I said, why? And if it's, if you find yourself saying the world, the words, because it would just be cool or anything similar to that, eh, stop there and turn around and try again, because you'll find that they, if a bad, you know, bored fairies are bad fairies. Let's say that. So unless mm. you can find certain jobs for them, you know, you don't want to really invite them into your house all the time. Does that mean that I'm part fairy? Because when I'm bored, I turn into a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you're talking about um or the fact that you go to pink hair mm, the fact that you like sparkly shit now um hmm. you know what i never put all of that together oh shit guys i think i just had like a self-discovery on the show i have oh to go God. back and reread enchantment of the fairy realm now and go meet my brethren i was wondering yeah. if you would actually connect that anytime soon <laughs> it only <clears throat> took 800 years yeah. find blown <laughs> God. you know well that okay so that's what i would say for the ones that want fairies around them and the people who who know they have fairies around them give them some jobs 
And if you can't find jobs for everyone, then fine. You put them outside and you give them jobs out there. Mm-hmm. Like and when I, when I say jobs, it's like watch over your animals. You know, um, you have threshold people where they're kind of like your own private security service, if you will. You know, uh, you've heard the term, you know, when a, when a, when a broom falls, company's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think blows the wind to make that broom fall over? And that gave so Hello. many thoughts right now. I mean, I'm almost as mind blown as when I discovered that snowflakes are real. Not quite, but like it's up there. I mean, there's other signs too. Like um, they say, you know, have you ever like walked through, you felt like you walked through a spider web, mm-hmm, but yeah. there's nothing attaching the spider web. It's just yeah. there. That's a sign. Also, when you see like one tree, just one tree down the block is is moving in the breeze yep. and everything else is standing still. That's another telltale sign, I think. Candles right? too. Candles too, yeah. hmm yeah. When the flames uh, dust devils. Oh dust, dust devils. devils. Flickering. Flickering could be well, flickering is spirits in general, but you know, yeah. fairies are yeah. definitely spirits, so it could be them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I think the fire element spirits uh, fairies follow me wherever I go. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, but yeah, uh, the first time I showed Jordan a dust devil from afar, he his mind was blown. And you wow. know, there, there are many. Basically, there are many tornadoes. Is what they kind of are. So oh, if sure. you if you see a tornado as you know an elemental being, like a giant elemental being, well, who do you think the little ones are for? You know. Are they mm-hmm. elementals in training, or are they, now let's just Aww. throw up some shit. That's kind of cute. Little elementals, like in elementary school. Right? Oh, I made a punny, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the only things that I can say, as far as, like, seeing fairies, like, I've, I've never seen anything as intricate as what Monica's seen. Um, but one time, I was just standing outside, and it made me feel like I was hallucinating, because I saw this, like, glowing speck probably like within like six inches from my Mm -hmm. face and it looks like glitter but it was like dancing at eye level it just appeared and then it was just gone and i was like what in the ever living shit is that guys i was not on any white claw not one (laughs) totally yeah this was pre-white claw white claw wasn't born yet but (laughs) it was like it was really trippy and i knew automatically i was like that was a fairy like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with this information, but I know that it was a fairy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, my, my realization that they were around me was when I first had my two cats. Not, not the ones that I have two, but now, but the two before, um, mm-hmm. Mischief and Harley. And they were pretty young. Uh, Mischief was like a year. Harley was a year behind. And um, I'd already started working with this. You know, I had already started working magic and, and understanding what, what things were. And I swear, the cats go running through at speed, you know, zooming through and over me. And it's like two o'clock in the friggin' morning. <laughs> and yeah. they had been doing this for an hour straight. And I, I knew I had to work in the morning. And finally, I just sat straight up and I yelled out, all right, because I swear, as they ran by across my body, usually... I could hear these giggles mm-hmm. following them. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. 
that's not what I think it is. Cause I know I'm not drunk and I'm definitely, that was before I got high, let me tell you. Um, and I'm like, so I sat up and I said, all right, you can play with them and mess with them as much as you like in a fun way anytime during the day. But when I'm trying to sleep and my ass is in this bed, no more, or it's gone with the fairies. I didn't have any problems very long after that. <laughs> Every once in a while, they, they'd start, and then it was like, uh-oh. Um, there was a couple times where I did hear an uh-oh, because I sat straight up like, because <clears throat> I was getting angry, because I was trying to sleep. I'm angry when I'm sleepy. Just let you know, I'm a bitch. Ask my husband. Um, <laughs> yep, he just gave the thumbs up too. And uh, <laughs> and I heard this, uh-oh. And I'm like, yeah, time to stop. And they did. All the animals, the, the two cats calmed down. That's awesome. So, yeah. So boundaries, boundaries are healthy. Uh, yes. Yeah, if that, that's the homework I would get. For those, for those people who know they have fairies in their homes, that's the homework I can give you is learn how to set down boundaries and don't be afraid to. If you don't like a person in your house and you have no problems on figuring out how to get them out of your house, think of yourself as your own personal bouncer. I like that. Yeah, bounce them out of your house until they can learn how to play nice. And what, what can you do to do that? literally order them out okay. you know get and with meaning you have to mean it get out you yeah. know with balls it, with balls with balls serious serious cojones these these suckers may not be testicles but they're definitely testicles and they're pretty big <laughs> compared to monica's they're tiny but <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of zoom boob grabbing going on right now guys <laughs> Let me paint the picture for you. My burlesquing has spread to the rest of these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So but basically yeah. though, like you just have to have meaning in it. You got to like fucking mean it and then it'll kind of yeah. happen. Um, Cause I also know that fairies are like, they really are not a fan of iron, but that's kind of like kind of a hardcore thing, right? That's a, that is a hurtful thing. Some, some things have always said that, that it burns. Um, I do find them attracted to a, you know, when they're, when it, something is specifically made for something, um, like they're incredibly attracted to, uh, cauldrons, mm -hmm. um, as long as they're not moving around, then they become a distraction. Blades, they don't like blades because of the fact that that's forcing, um, nature spirits to do something versus working with and cohabitation and going, I would like for you to, to join us. Got you. Um, okay. That makes sense. I think that you definitely opened up a lot of information for people tonight with this. I think that we all have a lot to chew on and think about and dive deeper on. Um, I know that I am definitely going to go and re I just saw like fairy cross Monica screen just now. I don't know if you saw that, but I did. <laughs> I, did. I, did not. I have to go back and look. Uh, <laughs> There's just like this little ball of gold light that just like walked across Monica's screen. That was really cool. Um, I'm definitely going to go reread Enchantment of the Fairy Realm from Ted Andrews because I do remember reading it a while ago and it was great. And I've just had this epiphany about myself about snowflakes earlier. And now that I might have a little bit of fairy 
fairy nonsense going on in this little hamster brain of mine. So I definitely have some stuff to check out. So thank you so much. Where can everyone find you? Because you also make really badass incense. You make really badass spell shot candles that are amazing. Where can people go stalk you and find you and harass you? Literally, naughtyfairy.com. And that will take you to my Etsy page uh, or look for the Naughty Fairy, F-A-E-R-Y on Instagram and even on um, Facebook. Awesome. I can attest, I can attest, there's only two places in this world that has the best incense. And the first place was Spellbound, Spellbound where I used to work. And the second place is Alicia's Incense. And it's the bomb, it's the best. And the candles are kick ass. Because mm -hmm. I did, uh, what, what, what was that, the drop mic, the drop mic, which one Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. And, uh, yeah. uh, this is when you would, you're done with everything and you need a clean slate. And I got one for Desiree and oh boy, did it fucking clean her slate. Let me tell you, mm -hmm. let me tell you. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, what, yeah. They work. They do work. They're powerful. They're amazing. So check out her website for sure. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And so Alicia, we start, um, we end each episode with a shout out to someone that we want to shout out. So I'm going to go first and I might be stealing your shout out, but I'm just going to do it anyway. I'm going to shout out to Jordan, your awesome husband, because <laughs> it's hard being the husband to a witch. It's hard. I know not because I'm the husband to witch, but because I am the witch and I make sure that my husband works hard for that fucking title. So Jordan, you're so fucking patient sometimes kind of, and Sup, man. Sup. Oh, I, I, I double that, but yeah, I have another shout out to you. Oh, he's definitely okay. He's yeah. cheering up a little bit, you two. Oh, Jordan, we love you. Yeah, we do. We love you, Jordan. Yeah. And he says the love is real. He can feel it all this way. God, I wish he was closer because then he can hear his accent. <laughs> yes, my my husband is from Scotland. We call him Scotland. I had to, I had to actually you send him out here. Him. You imported him. Yes, yes. I imported him. <laughs> yeah. Monica, who's your shout out? I'm shouting out to Tracy and Ed. Thanks for listening to the podcast, you guys. Thank you. Yes, yeah. you two are the shit. We love you guys. Yeah. And, and Alicia, who's your shout out? You know, I, I, I have to give a shout out to, um, to at least, some you two for inspiring me in, in a lot of different ways and more than we've actually talked about um, so much more, whether I've been, you know, unconsciously jealous and like silently, fuck, that's, I'm only jealous because I'm not doing the same thing or because I just admire you for just being kick-ass ladies. I mean, it's, oh, it's thank really you. honest. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Monica, you, you are, you are Jordan's favorite Strega, favorite Italian, oh. favorite Strega. Strega. Well, he's my favorite Scotsman. Yeah, he's our favorite Scotsman. Yeah. Oh, he said, if things don't work out with me, he's heading your way. There you go. That's hysterical. That's hysterical. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Alicia, thank you for coming on, for hanging out with us. Thank you. And sharing all of your knowledge. So go stalk her on Instagram, The Naughty Fairy. Check out thenaughtyfairy.com. And we will see all of our little stragglets soon. So merry meet, merry part, and, and merry meet again.